This is Paul Nobles for me to perform again. I will either splice this together or put this up as two recordings, but my, my dog was down here with me and started to whine to go upstairs because she heard my daughter. Um, where I dropped off, though, is I was talking about how you take a piece of content that you're marketing. And what's nice about marketing content, um, as an example, is if you were looking for likes on a page, right? If you market content, it Facebook automatically suggests to people to like your page. And so if you put good pieces of content in front of them, they're more inclined to do it. And so if, for instance, um, you promoted like some really cool community activity that you were involved in um, in a video, um, and then you you boosted it for twenty dollars. You'll end up getting you know people to like your page. You know, once again, I'll I'll kind of focus you guys on how to do that. You know, for your specific region. But when you are trying to what you're not really trying to make the sale at that point. What you're really trying to do is kind of establish the relationship and and when i talk about you know excitement and and you know looking at your business from an excitement standpoint i think what we would have ultimately um the conclusion that we're going to come to is that the conversations that you're having with these people really need to be conversations that they're ready to hear you know, and so like the, the content that I'm going to provide for you guys is, is part of a conversation that, that somebody's ready to hear. And I think that one, if a message is overly preachy, how good of a coach are we, right? I mean, ultimately, as a coach, if all you have is just one way to kind of get people a result, then, you know, I think you're in a very limited, niche type of, of way of doing things. And ultimately, you're going to struggle kind of reaching a broader audience. But if you can say to people, like, as an example, I mean, whether, it, whether it's Orange Theory, Powerlifting, or CrossFit, as an example, um, I can tell you from conversations that we have on a daily basis with people, that people are scared out of their minds to join a gym. They're scared that they're going to get hurt. They've been active, inactive for a long time. And if in the piece of content that you're going to create, you say, you know, you have a little block of text that say, you know, have you been, you know, out of, you know, the gym for a couple months, couple years or whatever, um, you know, probably the best example of what I'm about to say are dentists, right? Because dentists, um, you know, a lot of people avoid dentistry because they're scared of dentists. And so dentists, like in the last five to 10 years, really changed to marketing towards general dentistry and how it's not painful, which is sort of funny because I go to a, a, a dentist that markets himself as gentle and, you know, I don't find him overly different than any other dentist that I've ever been to. But, you know, 
Um, my daughters find it comforting because they're scared of dentistry. And so I think that if you put out, you know, a little block of text with your phone number and they can call you and or or schedule a phone call with you or, or however you want to do it, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is take the level of excitement that they have related to this new information and and what's going to be interesting about the content that I'm going to provide you guys is that you'll notice that it's not a negative one way or the other you know it'll be very inclusive of of vegans and vegetarians it's going to be you know have a whole food emphasis but then I'm also going to for number 5 I'm going to say to them that uh, you know here's Tony's Pizzeria and the reason why I'm going to say that is because Tony's Pizzeria has great salads and you can get a salad which allows you to get in a good amount of fiber and then on date night on occasion if you want to have pizza that's perfectly fine most people's issue isn't that they have pizza once a week or pizza once every two weeks it's the fact that they have pizza too often or they're opting for convenience you know way too often and so you'll you'll sort of see my approach to that but the reason why number five is important is because it says to you it says to them that you're not like this hardline rigid person that's not understanding that their life has difficulty, right? And what I think, you know, like I said, we're in this, we're in a similar business. I'm talking to people the same way that you guys are talking to them. And, you know, we've had to refine our message, you know, and we refine our message on a daily basis. The way that you figure out what people want to hear is by listening to your current clients and then creating basic content that applies to your current clients and then kind of wrapping that around um, the um, just wrapping that around your overall message right and people overthink blog posts like in a gigantic way if you look at you know this podcast right the 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 recordings that I'm doing for you guys I basically just went down in my basement and started talking into a microphone I'm going to write a few things up related to this I'm not going to edit it you know don't find reasons to not do shit you know because that right there is one of the biggest reasons why entrepreneurs fail you know they have to have a manual and a PDF and you know all these reasons that is going to stop them from succeeding and getting their customers what the customers want from you is to have a conversation with a person that's not going to judge them that's going to be helpful and that's the business that you're in right so you take that excitement you start putting that out there and you put out there that message and then you know you create blog posts you know you could even say like a lot of the times I will say hey look guys 
I didn't edit this because, you know, my editor's on vacation, but I wanted to make sure that you guys got this message. And the more you do that stuff, the better and better you get at it. And, you know, making video as an example, I think is, is you know, if you want to look at how we talk to clients on a daily basis, you know, you'll see like one of the one of the videos that I made recently was one where um, you know somebody on my sales staff mentioned that we should have more you know abbed up pictures and that that would you know sell more and I said I didn't I didn't agree with that I mean we we certainly have enough abbed up pictures we have a lot of clients that have had a lot of success doing you to perform but the emphasis isn't really on message to just sell, hey, we can get you results. I think that's a, that, that's something that I think that you guys need to hear too. Is if you're putting out 30-day boot camp, all these types of challenges to people, what's going to happen when they reach 60 days and they don't look like that bikini model, right? So... You go, well, then how do I sell? Well, one, I think you have to sell a little bit more patience, but you can also sell, hey, look, I'm going to get you having more energy throughout the day. I'm going to have you, you know, um, getting better sleep. You know, for guys, it might be sex drive, you know, big primary mover for males as it relates to fitness and wellness is, you know, they, they start to feel, you know, a weak and incapable, you know, 45 year old men that are using Viagra, you know, all the advertisements that are going towards the, these people are about a life that doesn't look like the life that they have right now. And so they, they buy Viagra hoping that all of a sudden or Cialis or whatever, I'm hoping that magically, you know, a bathtub with rose petals shows up, you know, and it's not reality. And we're, we're actually much closer to what the Nirvana scenario is that they're looking for, right? But if we sell them on a 30-day approach or a 60-day approach without some level of looking towards the future. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't have a challenge and sell that challenge. For instance, every two months we have a challenge and then, you know, next week we have the Eat to Perform Open and then we'll, you know, we have Eat to Perform Summer Camp. All of these things are meant to sell excitement, right? But if you're just looking at things from the standpoint of results in 30 days, in 30 days if they didn't get the results that they want, you know, they're just going to leave your gym. And, you know, that's why you have to refine your message a little bit. And that, you know, the the best thing I think, it, it, one of the biggest things that al allows people to sign up for you to perform is that they are not getting results doing what they're doing now. And they look at the cost point from all the different products that we offer and go, well, that's a reasonable price point as it relates to my need. And so they end up buying. Now, not every single person, you know, ends up, you know, eight packed up or something of that nature. 
And we work on that engagement piece and excitement piece a lot, you know, and, and I'm not even suggesting for you guys that, that, you know, you're going to keep every single person in your gym all the time, but because they might be focused on results too much, but in my view, your message on a daily basis needs to sort of walk them through how your process will get them to where they ultimately want to go. But you start that off from the conversations that you're having through content pieces that are much easier than you think. You know, if you know, if you look at every piece of content that we have, you know, and and you can just go to the right sidebar on each perform and look at, you know, the top 10 articles and you can create your version of why, you know, um, you know, Poughkeepsie powerlifting can make a real big difference for people. And don't be like super on the nose about it, right? I mean, you don't want to say, you know, our business is about excitement. Our business is about engagement. They're starting off from the standpoint of, I have an excessive amount of fat to use and I want to join to get a gym to get there. So having a challenge, like I said, we have challenges, we have eat form opens, all these other things. Those are all excitement pieces. And ultimately, if you can get them to the point where they're having a conversation with you or they're walking through your gym, like you look at it from the standpoint of going, well, Paul has, you know, 1.5 million fans and he's got 60 coaches and stuff like this. You guys have a much bigger advantage than I have. You can talk to them in person. If I had the ability to talk to every single person, I'm fairly certain I'd be able to close all of them, right? So the question becomes, how do we get people to walk through that door? And the answer is much simpler than you think. It's, are you a friend? Are you someone that seems like you care about them? Or are you someone that seems like you care about the swimsuit person that's in your ad, right? And some people look at that and they go, that doesn't represent my body image. And frankly, you know, it, it sort of bothers me that that gym is sort of focused on, on that aesthetic. Now, it does work for some people. You want to have all kinds of body types represented in your testimonials. The great thing about your website is that when you send people to your website, they'll look at multiple messages. When you send them to an ad, they only get one. I do remember talking to a gym owner. It was sort of interesting the discussion we were having because what he said was that Facebook marketing wasn't very good for him. And he said, but he, but he does break even on it. And I said, give me an example of what breaking even on it means. And what he said was that he spends $75 and he typically gets a $75 client. And he was viewing that as break even. And I said, so the $75 client um, comes and leaves? And he says, no, you know, typically most of the clients are going to stay up to, you know, a year to two years. 
I said, well, then you're not breaking even. You're you're actually making a killing. You should you should be doing more Facebook ads. Now, he wasn't even doing the strategy that I'm suggesting, right? He was just basically saying, you know, hoping that the message that people, the message that he was sending, that people were going to want to hear it right then and there every single time. And what I'm saying is, is that, if you have a budget and that budget is sending people to content and because of that content people are picking up the phone and calling you and then you know you're able to get them into your gym and then sell them on a package well you know that's a whole different matter right and and in his instance you know let's say they you know he he keeps people on average you know, I think, I think his two year average might be a little high because there's probably a certain amount of people, you know, I mean, we all know why people leave gyms, you know, sometimes they get hurt, sometimes they get sick, sometimes mom dies, you know, but, you know, if we put a number of 1200 on it and he spent $75, you know, to kind of get that, that customer, well, he made a lot more than break even. And so he was looking at it from a very linear standpoint. But, you know, he's probably factoring in, you know, things like, you know, costs of the building and, and all this other type of stuff. That has nothing to do with his marketing expense. <laughs> Ultimately, you're going to always have to pay those expenses. And so you have to figure out a way where you can use your social channels. Um, but when you look at many of your your Facebook pages, Twitter accounts, Instagrams, whatever, most of you are just looking at it from a transactional standpoint. Well, it's not making me a lot of money, so I'm not going to invest a lot of, of time and energy there. But if you viewed it from the standpoint of excitement, would your clients share your post you know are other people in the community seeing a woman similar to their body type lifting weights and doing work right and that once again i mean that that's part of we need to get back from the diet industry you know the wellness part right and i think also as gym owners we need to quit being being so damn judgy you know i mean the fact of the matter is people do want to drink beer and they do want to eat pizza and they might not necessarily want to be eight packed up in that process but you know they would rather not have a heart attack scare you know and so there's a whole spectrum of people out there that when you can broaden your message you know it really can can make a difference so sometimes you would have you know um, we, we actually did the last podcast we did was very popular for us um, and it was called any abs versus Audi abs and and what we were suggesting was that you should do training that has um, some level of core engagement that pushes your abs out and then some level of training that kind of works on um, keeping your abs in and so you know that 
article in that podcast is actually one of the most listened to podcasts and it's only been out three days and we were able to buy engagement very cheaply based on the fact that we know that people are kind of interested in abs it's sort of the abs thing is kind of interesting because no matter where you are on the spectrum a lot of the times people don't understand the amount of work the amount of effort that's required to have abs right and then also and so so they they look at it and go well i can listen to this and then you know i can i can get abs well if you're 38 percent body fat you know it's going to take you a while to sort of figure things out but at the end of the day the discussion that we were having is representative of all people's on all people on the spectrum and so um, and it was just a, a conversation, you know, that that I had with one of the coaches on Eat to Perform that was really, you know, it wasn't, it, you know, we didn't script it out. You know, we didn't have, you know, you know, in the show notes, we, we brought up a number of things that a lot of people might not be aware of. And, uh, you know, the response to it's been great. So so don't overthink content but but the two things that i would say to use your social media channels for that you're not doing right now right is broaden out your message to relate to everyone in the community because if you know my grocery list article as an example might appeal to an 84 year old female in poughkeepsie new york and you go, well, you know, I think she would be a good gym client. Well, she doesn't think that. But, you know, her granddaughter is looking for a gym right now. And so if everyone in Poughkeepsie, New York, is excited about the content that you're putting out, and why shouldn't they be? Like, why why can't you be a person that just screams from the rooftop how much you love Poughkeepsie, New York, you know, because I don't care where you live, you probably have some level of pride about it, right? And so if you can create content celebrating your area and don't don't make it cheesy, you know, don't make it like bullshit marketing, you know, like the, the world needs fewer of those people. Like when you look at the stuff that we put out, I hope that it comes with some level of how I genuinely feel about how we interact with clients and how we interact with with people as it relates to their health. You know, I mean, the fact of the matter is we all have to keep the doors open. We all have to pay the bills. So we have to sell our stuff for something. But my guess is if you're like me, you know, you would do it for free if you could. And that should come out in your message. And so keep that in mind as we're as we're kind of having these conversations about creating excitement and creating engagement within your community, because some of the people that you're going to be talking to, they're not going to be people that are going to end up in your gym necessarily, but they they do know people that will end up in your gym and creating a positive buzz as it relates to your community is super, super important. So sending them to content and 
going out to a very broad audience is the overriding message that I want to get out to you guys today. So we'll probably do a few more of these. Um, I just wanted to kind of, and I don't know if I'm going to end up doing this as one or two podcasts. I'm not like Mr. Editing, so you guys are probably going to see that um, we're going to end up doing these as 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 two shows. Um, but hopefully they both brought you guys some level of of you know, how you market using your social channels and, and ultimately how you get everyone in your community engaged around your brand. And I uh, appreciate everybody listening to this and we will talk to you guys later.